you see the Oscars? You... No, not at all. Not even a little bit. I did not know that they were on. What happened? <laughs> I didn't watch it either, right. but I guess uh, I heard Shape of Water won uh, for Best Picture. Yeah, of course it did. It was a great film. There were also other movies, but uh, I don't know. I don't know much about them. It was good. It's a good intro. Did you watch the Oscars? No. Okay. I didn't really either. Cool. Good. Strong star. We're killing it. Hey, and welcome to uh, Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. Good. Sorry. The yawn was unrelated. I think the banter went great. This is a good. As you can tell, it's a good time to start. Yeah. Yeah. As you can tell from that signature banter, this episode's going to be jam packs. None of that is staying in. What are you kidding me? We talked about the weather. That's not. That's we're not keeping that. <laughs> this one's gonna have boom, no banter. It's just gonna go straight into hey, welcome to heads up. <laughs> okay. Uh, on this podcast, we're gonna talk about a candy we ate. We're gonna talk about a trailer we watched. But first, we're gonna talk about an animal. Do we? Do, I don't know. Do we just talk about the trailer? I feel like we do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, that's true. Just I, I don't know how else to put it. I was trying to be really concise, you know. Yeah, I get it, but like I don't know. If someone came up to me on the street and was like, "Stand here and watch my friend talk talk about this trailer with me," I'd be like, "You know what? Mm-hmm. I got places to be." So I don't know. We'll, we'll think about that. Think about it. Okay. Well, you'll think about it. I don't do that part of the podcast. That's yeah. that's up to you. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw you to the wolves and then kind of. Move on with my life. So it's good. It's good. It keeps it keeps me you know keeps me sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, or it sharpens me since I'm already dull. So I didn't like I said research mm-hmm. an animal. Did you? I I did a little right. bit, a little bit. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. All right. All right. I I think it's an animal that, that you already know something about, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, Sean. Sean, what do you what do you know about salmon? Uh, I like eating them. It's good fish. You're a fan. Yeah, you're a fan. I am. It's probably my probably my favorite fish to eat. Oh, I don't I don't uh, I don't eat uh, uh, seafood. Can you can you eat fish skin? Do you eat the skin of a salmon? I. It's pretty thick and gross. I, I've cut up salmon. I don't know. I probably. I think you can. I feel like we already talked about salmon. We didn't. You wanted to. You sure? Yeah. What fish did we talk about? We we talked about lobsters. No. <laughs> what? No, that's not. First of all, they're not a fish, so that doesn't at all answer my question. They are. They are the way I do it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we 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 definitely didn't already talk about salmon, but if we did, you'd you'd be an expert, right? I mean, I guess, but other than not knowing if you should eat the skin or not, I think a lot of fish you can. It just Cutting up salmon and it's just got the, the skin is so thick. I don't know that you'd maybe fry it. I don't know. <laughs> is that all you know about salmon? Is that, that you like it and that you do eat the skin and you're afraid to say that you do? No, I'm looking to see. I want to make sure we haven't already talked about it. I super feel like we've already talked about it. <laughs> we haven't been doing animals that long. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good point in your favor, but. Why do I, why do I, I feel like I've known stuff about salmon, and I talked about it with someone recently. You're not going to know if you if it wasn't on this podcast with you. You're not going to. Yeah, I, I don't know. If it's not about, if it's not 
involving me. I have no right? idea. Right, because they, they're like uh, anadromous, is that the word? They are anadromous. They live in saltwater and freshwater. Mm-hmm. Or can survive in both, even if they don't necessarily live in both all the time. Yep. <sighs> they're the ones that like go back to the they go back to the <laughs> river that they were birthed in to lay eggs again. Yeah, and uh, some species, all of them will die, and some about fifty percent will die, yeah. and that gives nutrients to the river. Are we going on about it now? Or are you still just <laughs> huffing about that? You think we've already no? Done this it? this stuff is off the top of my dome. This is <laughs> this is because I feel like I've talked about salmon really recently with someone. I know bears eat them. They'll catch them right out of the river. The bears will just stand in the in the yeah. river and just catch them in their mouths. You know a lot about salmon. I feel like we've talked about them. That's why. <laughs> a bunch of different species. You go on. You do your thing, though. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're buying Atlantic salmon in the U.S., it's all farm-raised. Good. Yeah. Yeah, to get wild salmon, you have to buy Pacific salmon. Yeah. Aquaculture yeah. is getting huge now. Because, yeah. you know, we've depleted the ocean by overfishing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, you know, maybe one day we'll just have farm-raised fish and there'll be no fish in the ocean. Uh, nope. The, nope. That's not, that's not the goal of aquaculture. <laughs> the, the goal is that we have farms where we raise fish that we eat and then we leave everything else alone so that the sea can just kind of do its own thing and then we can replenish our stock from there without, you know, totally depleting the oceans. Yeah, a salmon can lay up to 7,000 eggs. It's a lot. Is it? It's a lot of eggs, yeah. How many, how many eggs are in people? I guess women specifically. <laughs> it is a finite amount, right? Yeah, but there's like a bunch. Yeah, I think I think it's like so many yeah. eggs. I think that's just like pretty common, so I don't know why salmon are bragging about it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying they drop it like they they can drop up to seven thousand at once. Normally it's about twenty five hundred, but yeah, they'll squirt them out between like seven, up to seven different little areas. Yeah, I'm still not really impressed. I guess is my point. <laughs> How many eggs can you lay, Sean? I can't lay any. That's right. That's right. That doesn't mean I have to be impressed just because they can, I don't know, open up their guts and just dump them all out. Like, that seems careless. <laughs> I think the human way of doing it is better, one at a time, you know, see what takes. I'm sorry, Sean. It, after you laid some eggs, if you died and couldn't take care of them, do you think it would be better to have up to 7,000 eggs as opposed to one egg? Oh, I don't know, dog. What if, like, the species evolved? So that as soon as you dump all your eggs, you don't die like a fucking idiot. What kind? What kind? What, what kind of tactic is that? That's that's how they feed their young, man. All the nutrients in the all water. Right, yeah. So cannibals. So salmon are cannibals, basically. Actually, they force their children to be cannibals. Yeah. Babies don't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> how could they? They don't have parents. Yeah. And then the, the salmon go out in the world, and they they learn that they ate their parents. Their parents' nutrients were in, where they were born, and mm-hmm. real depressed, they go back. They're just so depressed, they go back to that same place and then accidentally dump all their eggs and die immediately. What a dumb fish. What a dumb, stupid fish. I'm glad I'm glad I eat them. How often are you eating salmon? As huh? often as possible. I don't know. I don't know. Really? How do you like your salmon? You like a you like a fillet? You like a steak? Oh, what's the difference? <laughs> the cut. <laughs> the fillet is like the side. And then the, the steak is like just like a little center cut, a little bone in the middle. It's all fish. It tastes the same, right? I guess. Yeah. Like, what is the fish made of different things? Like, <laughs> okay, who gives a shit? 
The whole thing. The whole John. thing. I don't care. First of all, John, we... sorry. No, you go on. I've been. T- I keep talking over you. Please continue. But I have a lot more questions for you. So, as we established earlier, I don't eat fish. Right. Oh, right. So yeah. I don't even know if you should eat the skin. And uh, who knows? I don't. You know. Who knows? Sorry. Right. Go I'm going to take a firm line. I think that you should eat the skin. And also. Yeah. I think I lost my question. Oh, I think you said fish have bones or something. They don't, right? Fish have bones, for sure. Do you salmon? Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they got a big big bone run down the middle. I think it's a spine. And then uh, a lot of pin bones. You got to pick out. All right. It's, it's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten some of that in some fish before. You just, like, mm-hmm. you know, just take your time and chew your food, and you won't choke to death on a fish bone like a fucking moron. <laughs> Not that if you know someone who's choked to death on a fishbone, I don't know, that's just kind of funny to me. <laughs> if you're choked to death, I'm so, sorry for your loss. If you, they've come close, they're a fucking yeah. idiot. So. Well, even if, even if they did fully die. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I get, Sean, at Market Basket, people would always say that, that uh, they like the wild salmon better because what we feed the farm raised and how better the other ones look, but... I had to always tell them that they're different kinds of salmon, and that's why they look different and taste slightly different, mm-hmm. and they would never believe me. Yeah. And so I would just cut their fish and then wrap it up and tell them to please leave. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that sounds like uh, any customer at a retail store, basically. Yeah. All of them terrible. Yeah. They'd ask me how much sodium is in it, and I would say, well... They spend most of their lives in salt water, so I'm guessing it's pretty high. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm not Google. You don't have a degree in fish salinity? <laughs> no. I'm somebody who doesn't have a college education and can't get a better job. <laughs> so please, either buy this fish or walk away. <laughs> I don't even know if you can eat all of this. <laughs> <laughs> you need you need to do some research before you get here, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm real sorry, but you just stop at the library first. I can't help you. Maybe what you're looking for is food that comes in a package that has all these facts listed out for you, and not something that some guy in a truck came and dropped off that was like flapping around about three hours ago. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. They just tell me where to cut it, and I that's it. I could tell you what the kind of knife. Here's the knife I used. It doesn't yeah. look particularly salty. Yeah. It doesn't smell very salty. I don't know. I assume fish was the base ingredient and you added salt. I don't know. I'm sure it's got sodium in it. Yeah. People are dumb. Yeah. I took this job because I'm real passionate about fish. You know, Jesus yeah, Christ. Doing my, doing my thesis. <laughs> Amount of salt and salmon. It's going to be a short paper. Now, Sean, have you ever been to one of those uh, fisheries that you're, you're so fond of? What did you call it? Aquaculture. Aqu- aquaculture? Yeah. Aquaculture yeah. is not necessarily, you know, one of these fisheries. That's just what it's called <laughs> when we, you know, are essentially doing ocean farming. Oh, okay. They're farming from the ocean. Yeah, it's like they, you know, they put a big old pen 
you mm-hmm. know, just like a big old net or something, and they keep them all in this little area, and they dump food in and stuff, and then after a certain amount of time, they'll take them out because they're big enough to eat. Hmm. Do they, so do they, do they, they put the fish in the pen, but there's not fish, they're not wild fish. They're fish that they've farmed, or are they farming these wild fish? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even really understand your question. Fishing? So, <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, how's that? How do you farm different? a wild fish? <laughs> well, the, what you described, I, I can't see the difference between that and regular fishing, except... You trap the fish way before you're ready to pull it out of the water. Well, no, and you like feed these, it till it's you, fat. you take the eggs out when you're cutting the fish up, and you, I guess, jerk off another fish onto the eggs, and you throw the eggs back in the water. I don't know. Okay, so so it started with a wild fish, and then they cultivated well, yeah, these wait, eggs wait, and threw the eggs. Do in you pen. think regular farming didn't start with like a wild tomato? <laughs> like what? I don't. I, I guess it's I guess it's from, it's because they're farming them in the ocean and not like a giant tank or something that I just they, some of them probably use giant tanks too. I, don't, I told you I don't fucking know. You look it up. <clears throat> I swear to God, if I Google aquaculture and I find this answer right away, I'm gonna be so mad at you. Now a lot a lot of uh, websites write about how fascinating it is that they uh, go there that they go back to the freshwater at the end of their life. And they lay eggs and die, like a lot of websites are talking about. Yeah. It's almost like that's the main thing that salmon do. <laughs> like the only interesting thing about them. <laughs> yeah. It's probably why they stick to it, you know? Like, it's the only thing they got going. Like a, like an aging C-list actor who, mm-hmm. like, had one character. Yeah. Who's the guy that plays Paul Blart? I was going <laughs> to... That's Kevin, Kevin James. Kevin James, yeah. I was going to say leave Jim Varney alone, rest in peace, but yeah, I guess Kevin James is the yeah, no, uh, better example yeah. is that, of that. Jim Varney rules, first and foremost. For sure. <laughs> and Kevin James sucks. Yeah, so salmon are the Kevin Jameses of the ocean, is basically basically my thesis now. Yeah, so some aquaculture... Uh, they'll just have like a big circular net. In the water, mm-hmm. and they'll put fish in it, and then the fish are stuck there, and they'll feed the fish, and then they'll easily take them out, and some are inside in big facilities. I've been to one that's like a big facility, but I don't I don't know that it was salmon that they were fishing or farming. Are you sure you haven't been to an aquarium, fish? and you just don't understand what they were doing? <laughs> no, it was definitely a farm. They had oh. turtles and sharks and <laughs> eels. It was a big... No, but you know, it's like a you know, like a big concrete structure with lots of pools in there, and they yeah, yeah. randomly feed those fish. <laughs> I swear, I've been to all both. Right, I've been right. to an aquarium all right. and, a, and a fish farm. All right. You know what? I haven't and, been to the uh, Boston Aquarium in a long time. I should go there. <laughs> we'll go there. Okay, oh. we'll go there. We'll talk about it. I didn't say we. I didn't say together. I just meant... <laughs> All right. Yeah, good. I don't need you asking me a bunch of dumbass questions about aquaculture while we're there. I wouldn't ask you, though, if people stationed around there, you can ask questions. Yeah, I think those people are there for, like, the school children that show up. I don't think... And who's going to ask a dumber question, me or a school child? Okay. You, you want to walk down this road right now? <laughs> Is that... Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. You know that salmon are... Uh culturally important in in some in some cultures like like celtic mythology 
They're also important to a lot of Native Americans, right? Like in the north, yeah, northwest. That's not my heritage, though. So, you know, <laughs> I just I wasn't going to bring it up. Well, what's their significance in uh, Oh, uh, They're just you know they they're associated with wisdom and venerability. Mm-hmm, There's a mm-hmm. creature called the salmon of knowledge. Oh. So what do they do? Well, he, I mean, he grants the power of knowledge to whoever eats it. <laughs> is that is that why you eat it so often? That's how I'm so smart. <laughs> you know, there's some other uh, famous salmon out there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, salmon rushdie. Uh, it's a fish. Boy. Uh, oh boy! Something about a fatwa. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that the joke? The name sounded... The... I was trying to think of another mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You should do that before you say the first thing that comes to your mind. You should just go ahead and explore. See if there are any branches that come off. Just f- do that first. Uh-huh. Do you, do you feel connected to your heritage when you eat salmon, Sean? No. What? I don't feel connected to my heritage ever. What? Bunch of people who didn't know how to shit in a toilet, just making up stories. <laughs> the the uh, Native Americans believe that uh, salmon willingly give themselves up as food for humans. Who says that? Uh, tribes of the Northwest Coast and Columbian River. Uh, kind of sounds like the victors are writing history there. well does it does it make you feel better to know that in their myths and therefore they hold a special position of honor and respect these fish or you should ask the salmon if it makes them feel better (laughs) (laughs) they have a lot of uh tribal rules regarding salmon so as to avoid offending them and special salmon dances and first salmon ceremonies are celebrated at the beginning of salmon fishing fishing season what are those dances like? Do they have... Is there a video? <laughs> There's no video on this website that looks like it was made in in, in, a, in whatever is left over of GeoCities, no. Okay. Native-languages.org <laughs> slash legends-salmon.htm <laughs> I trust it. I mean, I could I could search for the dances, but I'd be worried I couldn't describe them. In that they're all you know, encompassing beauty of salmon. This other website that looks like it was made with remnants of angel fire says salmon are called fry when emerging from their eggs. I guess when they're out of their eggs, they're not called fry anymore. I don't, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, they're just they're salmon the whole time. That's a that's a bullshit thing scientists do to protect their positions. <laughs> well, we have to name its different life stages. Yeah, it's something so they can like casually make you look like an idiot at yeah. parties. You say, "Oh, like a baby salmon." Like, um, I think you mean a fry. <laughs> How often does that happen to you? <laughs> I don't go to that. And, many uh, and also, that sounds like you that are going to really cool parties when you do go to one. Like, oh yeah, I was talking to these scientists about salmon, and they totally fucking humiliated me. What a bunch of assholes! <laughs> Classic scientist <laughs> asshole trope. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Let's see. Creamy butter. Garlic butter. 
Are you just looking up recipes? They're just there. I, I, they're just right there. <laughs> it sounds pretty good, though. Let's go ahead and open a new tab. I'll look at it. I'll look at it after the podcast uh, when we're done. But actually, I couldn't wait. Let's see. Oh, that looks really good. It's one of these goddamn food blogs that they tell you a personal story about their recipe. Yeah. Like anyone gives a shit. Just like just put yeah, sh- just... show a picture and then the recipe. <laughs> we don't need your life story. Yeah. Okay. I know you got like a quota of how many words to fill, but you know, time out town. Sean, if cooked right, fish skin can bring a delightfully crispy dimension mm. to a standard fillet. Mm. Well, <laughs> look at that. You're lucky we're not at a party. You'd be fucking embarrassed. <laughs> I knew you could eat some fish skin. The salmon, it just seems so seems so thick and gross. But, Or if you're like me, you can just eat the skin along with the rest of the fish. No special preparation needed. It's all a matter of preference. I mean, when he when he says special preparation, he means other than cooking it, right? Yeah. I mean, well. I guess. I don't know. I am a big fan of uh, sushi. So it mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be cooked for me to want to eat fish. So, All right. Live your life. I know you don't like eat sushi. Eat raw that's, fish. That's, yeah. It's really good. A lot of people love, love sushi. Okay, Sean? All right? <laughs> okay. Why Why don't you? Do. Why don't you <laughs> is alone. my question. It's a texture thing, I think. Uh, so yeah. so here, here's uh, one last thing on salmon. Okay? And it's not really, mm. I guess, about salmon. It's just a complaint that I have. But that is most of the words that I say out loud. Black bears rely on salmon as food mm-hmm. and the leftovers that they the bears leave behind are considered important nutrients for the Canadian forest. But if I go camping or something and I'm out in the woods and I'm throwing <laughs> trash everywhere and just leaving all of my food all over the places, I'm an asshole. Right. What the hell? Right. You need some more nutrient dense food to leave there. Why do bears get a pass? Well they also get to shit in the woods. You're not allowed to do that, all right? I don't think so. That, but uh, is, so what you're saying? What, the answer might what, be unclear. What, you're, what you've just described is like another privilege they get that I don't, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the bathroom wherever. Throw the trash wherever. Yeah, it's 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 bullshit, and it and it's government funded. This is where your taxes are going for yeah, well, to protect bears from trash and shitting in the woods, and preventing you from doing the same thing. And like, I'm sure there's some scientist out there on a grant. Who's like, mm. oh wow, look how messy this bear eats. Oh, he's such a slob. <laughs> a little sloppy bear. Little sloppy bear. I'm doing such good research. <laughs> yeah, I guess his sloppy eating habits could help the trees and soil and plants. Sure. You know, it, it, it's a guy who also composts, so he he gets it. Food breaks down. And he's like, you know what? This bear's leaving this food everywhere. It's going to break down. It actually helps. <sighs> All right, we done with this? <laughs> sure. I'm just I'm not looking forward to the next segment either. <laughs> it's a great segment, okay? It's a great segment. I don't think it's gonna be this week, but okay, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Okay. Um, Sean, I, I, I had you watch the trailer for a movie that's that's coming out soon yeah. called Dear Dictator, yeah, starring. One of one of the great actors, Michael Caine. Yeah. One of the other great actors, Katie Holmes. Is Katie Holmes in it? Yeah. And one of the other great actors, Jason Biggs. Was he the teacher? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, he looks great with a skimpy goatee. <laughs> Hold on. Not done. And one of the great actors, Seth Green. I don't remember seeing him in this. <laughs> He's looking Katie Holmes' feet oh. in this trailer. I, see, I don't remember seeing Katie Holmes either. <laughs> she plays the mother of a teenager who writes letters to a Caribbean, British Caribbean dictator. Yeah. Is this a... Is this a comedy movie? I don't know. I, ca- I can't really tell. It's like it's like someone saw Mean Girls and was like, "Yeah, but what if there was a dictator involved?" I mean, it's basically like Michael Caine cosplaying as like Castro. <laughs> He's basically <laughs> cosplaying as uh, what's his name uh, that plays Borat. It's good. Great actor as well. You're asking me for information about an actor, and I think you know that I checked out of popular culture when I was like 12, so uh-huh. mm-hmm. you could find out from Google, I guess. <laughs> now, how feasible is it that um, you could get a letter to a dictator? Like, if I wrote a letter to Kim Jong-un, could I get it? Could, would he read it? Would the mail deliver it? I don't it know that he'd read it, but you could probably get it to him. You, where, where does the U.S. mail leave that if we if we don't uh, trade with North Korea? If I write a letter, you'd probably I don't know, send it to South Korea. Maybe they'll get it to him. <laughs> I'm not a mail guy. I don't. <laughs> Sean, when we started this podcast, we agreed you would know more about the mail. We did not. No, we did not. <laughs> I don't remember agreeing to that. So she writes. <laughs> She writes letters to him as part of a high school yeah. class thing where you have to write a letter to a hero or something. Mm-hmm. And then they're like pen pals. Yeah. And then uh, he gets he has to escape his country. His his regime is overthrown, so he comes to live with her. Yeah. Yeah. And he teaches her how to be a rebel, even though rebels are the ones that ousted him from his position of power. Well, I mean, I, I assume that he got his position of power by taking it from someone else. Yeah. So what did you want to, I don't, I mean, uh, for the first, on the first, I don't, I would rather not do comedy trailers because I don't, they've already done the comedy. Uh, okay. And okay. what are we going to do? What are, Like, what do we do now? <laughs> does that make sense? It does. It does. But, uh, you know, I thought maybe we'd, we'd talk about, you know, how realistic could this be, you know? It's, but it's a movie. What, what would you do if you wrote a dictator and they showed up at your house, Sean? Call the cops. It's a movie, Jeff. It's not necessarily, <laughs> it doesn't have to be realistic. It has to obey its own internal set of rules. <laughs> That's how we got Ghostbusters. Do you want Ghostbusters to go away because it's not realistic? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm saying... You know, you can follow this movie's sets of rules, but apply it to your own life. You know what I mean? And that's part of that's another. That's why I don't want to do comedies because it's they're just going to do it to make the jokes. So it's not as important that. Mm. How, how do you, what do you feel about the commentary this movie's trying to make that uh, dictators are basically like teenage girls? Is that the point it's making, though? I mean, they they have a lot in common. You know, they start writing back and forth. He, he sympathizes with her. Yeah, that's the comedy aspect, though. Do you see what I mean? Like, that's... <laughs> the idea in the film is that dictators aren't actually, like, you know, 
making a joke. So it's like... Wait, they're trying to say that dictators aren't actually like teenage girls? Right. They're not trying to make that point at all. The point they're trying to make is this is a comedy film. It would be funny mm-hmm. if he showed up and then she started doing all of these like dictator actions to, to rule her high school and get back at these mean girls. And then she does. Yeah. And it works. Does it? And then he gets arrested, right? Does it work? I don't think they... I see the cops showing up at his house, yeah. Or her house, I guess. Yeah. He doesn't have a house here. <laughs> well, by that time of the movie, he's probably already taken over that house, you know. He marries her mom. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Michael Caine did as a dictator, though, in this trailer? I think he did very well with the check that they had to pay him to be in this film. <laughs> I think he's very satisfied with his compensation compared to the amount of work he probably had to do. <laughs> like the two most active scenes I see from him are like one when he grabs her from the park, mm-hmm. which is kind of disturbing to be yeah. like, I need your help. I'm a dictator. You're my only friend. Cause we're pen pals. And then also when he lurches out of a closet at what appears to be her sister or maybe friend, that's, that's her mom. That's Katie Holmes. Uh, I feel like it wasn't. I feel like I know what Katie Holmes looks like. It didn't look like Katie Holmes. <laughs> That's what Katie Holmes looks like. <laughs> well, I'm looking through the trailer again right now, and we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see if that's Katie Holmes. Yeah, see, here's where he's trying on hiding outfits. Yeah, that's. I think that was a lot of work as well, probably. Oh. That was probably half a day of work. That is Katie Holmes, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the next few frames are Michael Caine putting his entire hand over the lower part of her mouth. So just Mm -hmm. most of her face is obscured. Yeah. So it was was hard to see. It was hard to see her. That's what you're saying. I just, I guess I didn't, I don't know. I guess it's been a while since I've seen Kitty Holmes. Wasn't she in that cult, right? She married that cult leader. Well, she she married Tom Cruise, had a child. I don't know that she was ever a Scientologist, but uh, I think she had to raise her children as Scientologists. Yeah, look, if you're married to Tom Cruise, you're in a cult. Yeah, that put her over the edge. It doesn't mean you're in a cult. You're you're cult adjacent, right? I I don't know, man. Like, she allowed her kids to be raised in this cult. Yeah, she participated in in raising like publicity of this cult. <laughs> sure, maybe not directly, but by marrying him. Well, just like Michael Caine, I'm sure she cast her checks. Uh, I don't know. I don't, that's the, that, it goes the opposite direction, as far as I can tell, with Scientology. It's you pay them. That's how, cult, that's how cults work. Did you? Do you think cults pay you to be in them? Because if that's the case, then sign me up. I want to. I'll, I'll take two then. Yeah. Um, yeah. She. Uh, you know. She. She lived her life. She made some corrections. You know. Yeah. She divorced him, right? Yeah. yeah. How do you? It feels like you were defending Scientology there for a bit, and I just want to clarify that heads up official stances that Scientology is a cult. And uh, probably a borderline dangerous terrorist organization. <laughs> Thank you for your agreement, Stella. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no arguments about it. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> why, why you got to give Katie Holmes all the shit? You know what I mean? Uh, because she participated. <laughs> She's a victim of Scientology, and she got out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think marrying Tom Cruise. Well, I mean that. Yeah, she is a victim, but. It's not like well, I don't well, think well. I don't think she was forced to marry Tom Cruise. I understand that Tom Cruise is 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 a figurehead of a dangerous mm-hmm. cult, but he had he had such a career and he's very charismatic. Okay, I mean, would I go on a date with Tom Cruise? Maybe. You know what I mean? Would I get tricked into marrying him and having kids and raising them in Scientology? It could happen. 
you know? I don't think so, man. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> Have you ever no, seen any on. of his public appearances? Wasn't there a big famous thing about him jumping up and down on a couch? Yeah, I mean, we all, we all go through stuff That's sometimes. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it is. We all go through stuff sometimes, and yet here he is. He's still, he's still plugging away, still making fine f- films. Is he? What's the last um, fine film sure. he was in? Um, the second to the last uh, Mission Impossible movie that was All out. Right, IMDb, show me Tom Cruise. <laughs> I think it was probably Top Gun was the last good film he was in. Wow, that's 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 taking a hard line. Thank you. Uh, he was in the Mummy. Remember the Mummy remake? I do. I I actually saw it. Did you? It was it was terrible. Um, Brendan Fraser all the way, man. See Tom Cruise. You know what? You know what I don't like about Tom Cruise, and I know I've derailed your trailer segment here, but just to attack Scientology <laughs> through Katie Holmes, uh, <laughs> Edge Tomorrow. Every movie, movie, every movie Tom Cruise is in mm-hmm. when he runs, he runs so weird. He runs like chest first. Yeah, it's like he bends his spine so that his chest is first when he. It just he looks so weird. But he does look like he's running extremely fast. Faster than I can run without sticking my chest out weirdly. I just for a for a cult started by a science fiction author, you figure it could mm-hmm. be a little bit better. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of bad characters and you know some faulty plot logic there. Well, when, when was Dianetics written? Uh, probably the sixties. It's probably the best religious text written in the sixties. Prove me wrong. Okay, <laughs> let's let's take a step back from attacking the cult that is Scientology because they'll attack back. They use blackmail and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they'll attack back because they're, they're really concerned about what we're saying about them. How, how come? The, how come John Travolta is not really pushing Scientology anymore? I don't know. How come John Travolta is not really in movies anymore? Because he was never a good actor. <laughs> that's why. Whoa, whoa, Travolta! He had some good movies, right? Oh yeah, name one. Sa- Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> I've never seen it. Michael. Never seen it. Okay, I've got his, I've got his IMDb up now. Face Off. Who? Okay, Face Off was good, but that's because of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Old dogs. What his face? Off. <laughs> that's where they got the name Bolt. of the movie was from the screenplay. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I love when that happens. You know, you just never expect it. They write the screenplay and they're like, "Whoa, this line is so good. Let's make it the title." <laughs> you can really really feel that. Yeah, yeah. He's filming a movie right now called Moose, if that helps. Who are we talking about again? Travolta. John Travolta. Let's see, yeah, he was in Pulp Fiction. That was a bad movie. <laughs> I know you I know you hate Tarantino. I don't okay? hate him. I'm disappointed that he's not a better filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a better filmmaker, there would be more films that I could watch and enjoy, but he's not. <laughs> Storyline for Moose is a rabid film fan stalks his favorite action hero and destroys the star's life. Now, given that description, I, I cannot tell if John Travolta is the star or the fan. <laughs> uh, that's that's yeah. I, I can I can guess he's not the star, but <laughs> Broken Arrow that was okay, right? Yeah. See, so they lose yeah. a nuke or two or something, and they gotta go find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Be Cool. I haven't watched it since like it came out. Never heard of it. I enjoyed it. Never heard of it. We got to get back to this trailer. We got to get. I'm sorry, sorry. Michael Caine. Does he belong to any cults? <laughs> <laughs> he 
Is he a knight? Is he Sir Michael Caine? I don't know. That's a good question. Show me Michael Caine. <laughs> do, do you consider being a knight being a part of a cult? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. It depends on what you have to do. It's more like an award. Mm-hmm. I guess you could turn it down, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's like being in a cult. Yeah. Well, if the queen calls upon you, do you have to do things? They, well, here's you're a knight they might no? actually pay you for being a knight. You might take a, You might get to like draw a stipend from the crown. <laughs> you're really drawing a hard line. Like if they pay you, it's not a cult. What What have you gotten into? Look, if they pay you, it's not a cult. Because if it if if they did, that, well, hmm, I was gonna say then you'd belong to a cult. <laughs> but ugh, oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah, Sir Michael Caine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm saying. I, mean, I don't think no. That's being a knight is not being in a cult. I don't know. It's like a it's like a a group of people. They invite you in. You know. That's yep. You, that is <laughs> that, that's all you it takes for you. Things. That's all it takes for you, you to be a cult. You, Someone has to invite you to a group. <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I I would say like if the queen needed you to do something, I'm pretty sure Michael Caine is basically like. If he's in the U.S. and the Queen's like, uh, actually, we're going to fight, you know, the U.S. now, he'd have to, like, you know, get a gun or something and start, you know, trying to overthrow the government, I think. So it looks like he belongs to the most excellent order of the British Empire, which, by the way, is awesome. It's not just, it's not just, the, yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not just the order of the British Empire. It's the most <laughs> excellent order of the British Empire. It's an order of chivalry, rewarding mm-hmm. contributions to the arts and sciences, work with charitable and welfare organizations and public service outside the civil service. That sounds like Scientology to me. It's not even a little bit. (laughs) I don't see anything about responsibilities on this Wikipedia page, which I'm sure will know all of it. (laughs) Yeah, because it's a secret. It's not a secret. This is just like like a, a way for the government to be like, hey, good acting, Michael Caine. You were great in Batman. What's the U.S. equivalent? Uh, the Oscars? Did you see the Oscars, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> they were. Hey, we cut all the- that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, though. Uh, let's see. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, I can't find out if they're paid or not, and that's really—I want to know that. Mm. They're probably not. I would guess, but they—they probably get perks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, really good parking spots at Buckingham yeah. Palace. Yeah. Okay. Are we done with this trailer? Was there more you wanted to <laughs> yeah. say about it? No, no. I. Uh... Here's the thing. I like the idea. I think this is a good idea. Uh-huh. I don't think it looks like it's going to be very funny. Yeah. I don't know that Katie Holmes is a very good comedian. Okay, okay. She might be. I mean, I figure if you escape a cult, you got to have a good sense of humor about it. But, yeah. um, hmm. <laughs> I like the idea that, like, a fascist dictator is going to teach this teenage girl to hurt other people. Yeah. And then she's going <laughs> to blithely go do it. And, no, and Jason Biggs isn't going to stop her because his, no. his entire career, he's just only acted as, like, I'm the weak guy. I can't stop anyone. You know, it's weird. He fucks up high in this movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's just, like, that's in his contract. Uh, <laughs> not that he does it on camera, just that you know there's a pie for him to fuck, and then yeah. the cameras happen to be rolling. <laughs> yeah, 
You can really tell all his characters. He has this background, and it's like, okay, so this guy fucked a pie once. Yeah. Right? So he was, like, yeah, he was caught fucking a pie by his parents. <laughs> Go on, please tell me, please. What else about this character? <laughs> I just think that really informs a lot of the roles he's taking. You know. <sighs> Candy, no transitions. Yeah. This week episode time. this time <laughs> we ate crunch bars mm-hmm. did you eat a crunch bar I what did. kind of crunch bar did you get like the regular standard size crunch 230 calories per bar 1.55 ounces yeah that- made with 100 percent real chocolate <laughs> nestle crunch Bar. All right, no okay. artificial flavors. Yeah, right, yeah, we had the same one. It's creamy milk chocolate with crisp rice. Did yours break up into four individual pieces? It okay, did. Yeah, it we did. had the same one. This what time. a time to be alive! We had, we had the same one this time. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Uh, yeah, the jelly bird eggs. I'm trying to find these regular jelly bird eggs because they sounded delicious. It's too late. It's <laughs> not just for my personal life. I'll find some and mail them to you. I guess I could just drive them to you next time I see you, but. Now, Sean, it, it kind of makes me nervous when they have to have a a big, like a third of the portion of the bar, say, made with 100% real chocolate. That makes me nervous. Why? Because why do they got to say it like that? I assumed it was chocolate. The ingredients are chocolate. What have they been trying to pull recently or in the past where they have to now correct it or hide the fact well, they might, that they they're might not be doing just it. like slamming other candy bars for not being 100%. <laughs> A candy bar that won't kill you. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Like, what else? What other candy bar? What, is Hershey's 100% chocolate? Yeah, man. They're in the game. Why doesn't it say it, why doesn't it, say it on the bar, then? Because <laughs> they're, they're one of the only uh, American companies that makes better chocolate than Nestle, because Nestle's chocolate is the worst. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Go ahead. I enjoyed the crunch bar. Did you? How'd you like yours? I think it was okay. I, I like it. It, it. You know, not my favorite, but it's pretty good. No. It's pretty good. I like that on the back. Uh, it tells me that not to recycle this this wrapper. Yeah, it's just like really your speed. It's like just throw it in the ground. Pretend you're a bear in the forest. Don't don't rub it in. <laughs> I don't. Let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. Mine also tells me not to recycle it, <laughs> and then gives me a website how to let number two. Recycle.info. Yeah. That's very helpful. Is it? Let's see how to... I uh, so like that um, they little thing says, thoughtful portion, two pieces, 115 calories. Like, if you only eat half of it, it's only half the calories. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's I get a it. pretty simple math there. <laughs> if, you wanted, if you wanted that to be, uh, you know, a, a, thoughtful, a thoughtful portion, why don't you sell it like that? Why don't you just sell two pieces together? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy that's in charge of Nestle right now is famous for saying um, people people are so up in arms about the California drought because they believe water is a right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not everybody needs water to live, Jeff. Of course. We should sell all of our freshwater sources to corporations who definitely will yeah. take good care of it and share it. Oh, sure. Because they also bottle water. So, he's, he's like, of course you sell water to people. Yeah. But you like the crunch bar. It's good. 
it's better than a Milky Way, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't put a Crunch Bar top of the shelf, but I definitely put it mm-hmm. middle of the road. I think that's what I think that's where I'm at with this as well. Yeah. You know, I, I, the 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 chocolate I don't like because you can't. It doesn't really have. Uh, it doesn't taste that great. I mean, that's yeah. not why I eat candy, though. I just want the sugar. So that it tastes good. I just good. want the sugar. And, <laughs> I mean, good. it's got a chocolate flavor, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like... it. They had to say 100% real chocolate because it just tastes like they've uh, added chocolate flavoring to, to some, some sort of waxed-based thing. Yeah. And, and and they need the crisp rice in here to sell it because that's what makes it even, uh, you know, any edible, edible for me. Because if it was just like... Straight up Nestle's chocolate, I I would just probably throw it in the garbage. No, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> Depends what else I have. Yeah, next. I was gonna say yeah. if there's nothing else around, you'd eat it. I mean, you know, they also make Butterfingers, right? I like Butterfingers, but that's that's not all about the chocolate. There's only a thin layer of chocolate on the outside of that, right? Mm-hmm. What flavor is a butter? Is that peanut butter in there? I believe so. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. Yeah. It's never tasted like peanut butter to me, but no. It's, I think because I grew up with the much superior Fifth Avenue bar. really snobbing it up this episode huh it's not i'm not snobbing it up it's the, the, the fifth avenue i eat fifth avenue bars i'm sorry what are they are those known as like a hoity-toity candy bar when uh <laughs> yeah they don't it's not a bright color so it's not attracting children so so they, they their market is more of a adult crowd you know uh, yeah a bunch of men in tuxedos women in fancy yeah. cocktail dresses yeah yeah you know it's on fifth avenue sean mm bunch of fancy stores mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm sure high rise high rise apartments <laughs> yep yep down on fifth <laughs> avenue yeah so i see it, there's a lot as i google through mm-hmm. which is basically what this podcast is now watch two adult men google <laughs> whoops whoops sorry you don't get to watch you get to hear us do it um i see there's a lot of recipes for making your own crunch bars at home mm-hmm. which is uh, i guess a good idea yeah, because I'm also seeing where is it a news story about how Nestle Crunch bars may soon be a thing of the past, and this mm. is from last summer, last June, 2017. Uh, yeah, they uh, the Swiss mega company Nestle. Mm. This is from Marketplace.org. The Swiss mega company Nestle has announced it's looking for a buyer for its U.S. confectionery business. Yeah, because it's got it's got better things to do. Yeah. Iconic candy brands such as Crunch, Butterfinger, and Nerds may soon be sold under a new label. Mm. So I guess it's not going away. It's just might just be a different packaging. All right. Yeah. Someone who make, might make better chocolate might, might start selling them. Fuck, Jeff. I got clickbaited. <laughs> God, I got clickbaited. God, put one up on the board. That's one for me. Oh, boy. It, uh, I feel gross now. I got to take a shower. It's time, it's time to... Uh... Erase and reinstall your computer. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I'm sure there's a virus on it now. <laughs> just a little, just a little tally mark. Look at this dumbass. <laughs> All the ad blocking you've got set up, and you still got clickbaited. Well, it's it's You're a real piece of shit. It's <laughs> it's like I you can't avoid it now. I, I block the ads, but the titles of the fucking articles are still like. Ah, <laughs> uh, it lured me in. It lured me in. And I'm, you know, they feel like a real piece of shit right now. Yeah, but on the other hand, I am man enough to admit it, so that's pretty great. Yeah, that's you know, 
Yeah, good for you. I don't want to toot my own horn, but <laughs> I did. I did learn something new, not about um, Nestle Crunch, while looking at Nestle Crunch here. Yeah, let's take another really long detour away from what we're talking. <laughs> Please, yes, I, I like this format. A trailer with Michael Caine in it, and the next thing, a Tom Cruise noted cult member. <laughs> Uh, the Wikipedia entry for Nestle Crunch is what uh, is referred to as a stub article. It's deemed too short to provide encyclopedic coverage of a subject. Uh, let's see. Nobody's writing about Nestle Crunch. Nobody. Wow, that is really short, though. Yeah. That's like four sentences and then a list of additional yeah. products. Yeah. People of the internet, get out and fill up Nestle Crunch's Wikipedia page. It's too short. There's no information on it. I f- we should start doing that. We should start doing calls to action towards the end of the podcast. <laughs> you know? By next week, I want to see a four-page Wikipedia entry for the Nestle Crunch Bar. I don't want that. Limit yourselves. Good writing is about <laughs> editing. Give us another paragraph or two in here, and that's it. You know, you know what I would like to know? What's that? Were Nestle Crunch Bars shipped to soldiers overseas? <laughs> No, but I guess Nestle did make a lot of their money through uh, canned milk uh, during World War One because it was cheaper than uh, fresh milk. Yeah. So they had to branch out after World War One because they went back to reg- good milk. <laughs> after yeah, that. people didn't, people didn't want milk out of a can. Who knew? <laughs> so it, it did. Uh, it did really uh, pump up Nestle. Did does it disturb you to learn now that we've been doing this for a while? Just how many candy companies seem to be involved in the war trade? <laughs> it does. It, it it disturbs me. Yeah. Like I, this is just one of those things that, like, when you do research and you find out mm-hmm. a lot of this info, like, I would never. If someone had been like, "Hey, what what do you think about candy companies being war profiteers?" I've been like, "That's not a thing. That can't be a thing." <laughs> and then yeah, it's just a couple. It it's a couple Wikipedia clicks to be like, "Oh yeah, no, definitely." Like every major. <laughs> Candy seller these days had an involvement in World War Two. Yeah, I feel like if you do that, you can't have fun, colorful commercials. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like you gotta have it. Out there. <laughs> yeah, you should... Crunch Bar should all be about World War One people dying of gases yeah. in the trenches. Of you can't have Sha- well, when I was a child, Shaq selling me a Nestle Crunch Bar. <laughs> if you're a war profiteer. You know, you can have a four-star general right. with a with a ceremonial sword at his side, <laughs> talking about how great Nestle Crunch is. Jeff, the, the commercial open. Yeah, <laughs> World War One trenches. Okay. Yeah. The shelling, constant shelling going on. You're hearing bombs dropping. Mm-hmm. You're, there's men shouting and running everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Camera pans down into the trench. Mm. There's a bunch of people there with gas masks on. Okay. In a quiet moment, mm. one of them takes his gas mask off. We can tell. We can tell from the the body posture of the the other men who still have their gas masks on. We can tell how startled and shocked they are. Mm-hmm. Until this man pulls out a crunch bar. He pulls it out of one of his little little pockets and he opens yeah. it up and he starts crunching into it. Soon, all the other guys are taking off their masks. They're sharing it. It's community. It's friendship. They're taking little bites. Boom! They are all gassed to death. They die. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, the loud crunching has alerted the enemy to their <laughs> their voxel. And we, so we need a good tagline now. Yeah, uh, something 
probably about to crunch if it alerts the yeah. enemy <laughs> to gas this position. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nestle's Crunch, it's a gas? Is that, no, no, it's too on the nose. And I think a little too obscure. I understand what you're doing with it, it's yeah, gas, yeah. but... Mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm. I, that would maybe play in World War One, but the, the crunch that's irresistible. It's mm-hmm, too broad. It's mm-hmm. too broad. Mm-hmm. We'll do a se- <laughs> oh, we'll do a series of ads like they do these days, where they tell a small story, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Okay, so the German, the Germans advance, right? They were the enemies from World War One, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Germans? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. The enemy advances, right? They get into mm-hmm. this trench. What do they find? Half-eaten crunch bars everywhere. Oh. Gas masks coming off, okay? Yeah. Maybe they're German, maybe they're a different nationality. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't care. They go they start they they they're eating this crunch bar, they're having a good time, they start laughing, joking around, all of a sudden, boom, they all keel over. There's <laughs> gas all over these opened up crunch bars. <laughs> so well, I mean war is hell, so they they see these half eaten crunch bars and they're like, you know what? I'm in That's it. The tagline is war is dirt. war is hell. <laughs> Relax with the crunch bar. War as hell, crunch into peace. Oh, mm, mm. and then, and then so the second ad is we pan back up over the field. And everyone's dead. Mm. The same thing happened all over the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the second the second they bite into this crunch bar, they're transported. They're back at home. They greeted as war heroes. <laughs> Cut back. The crunching has alerted the enemy. <laughs> Boom! Bombs. They're dead. So more. You're crunch going. Bar, no, well, no, you. Back. Oh, you know, what, you know what we could do with that is we we advance the timeline a little, right? Now it's the Cold War. Mm-hmm. What was that movie yeah. where the communists invaded some small Mid-Eastern town? Uh, Red Dawn? Red Dawn. It's a Red Dawn situation, okay? <laughs> All right. There's the Russians get to space first and they're they're looking for <laughs> they're looking for a place to invade, right? They're going to drop down mm-hmm. some I guess some cosmonauts. Sure. Some cosmonaut soldiers maybe. Yeah. And they get yeah. the instruments up there, and then oh, what's this? What's this noise they hear? It's a it's a Uh-oh. loud, satisfied crunch. <laughs> they have to know where it's coming from. They locate it. Boom! Some small Midwestern town. It's all these war heroes, <laughs> and their families, and their neighbors and friends. Everyone's there. Maybe it's a big mm-hmm. p- parade. Mm-hmm. The mayor is up front waving his little baton, right in the car. I don't. Does the does the mayor wave the baton? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, why wouldn't he? I don't go to a lot of. Uh, Post World War One, or I guess mid Cold War parades. Mm-hmm. Sure, I mean I can't think of one that I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the loud crunching alerts these cosmonauts. Mm-hmm. They fly down in their spaceship and they kill everyone for their crunch bars. <laughs> Even the mayor? Definitely the mayor. The mayor first. Wow. The baton is technically a weapon. Okay, so he has to go. You see the baton in slow motion hit the ground, yeah. followed by a delicious crunch bar. <laughs> crunch bar is then picked up by these uh, by these communists. They crunch into it as they fire their weapons. Oh no! Their commander says they have to share the crunch bar equally, but mm, oh, mm, even mm. even these, these communists know they want the whole thing to themselves. They fall into infighting. They're shooting each other. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The iron curtain drops. <laughs> Capitalism sweeps the nation <laughs> and the world. <laughs> Thanks, Nestle. Thank you, Canned Nestle. milk is still popular. Canned milk, the market bursts again. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I guess I don't have an end for that ad, but, mm-hmm. you know, as long as we're workshopping it. Yeah. A lot of focus on trench warfare for the crunch bar. 
Yeah. And then a lot of focus on the Cold War for the Crunch Bar. Okay, those are our two ads so far. I like it. A, I like it. In about a decade, you know mm-hmm. what we could do? What's that? Crunch Bars for ISIS. Oh, shit. That's how, that's, how you get them, that's how you get them to stop their foolish ways. Yeah. So, another thing I learned, according to this eHow article. Can I just ask, are you trying to stop me from instigating us being targets by, say, Scientology or ISIS? No, I'm just tired of bringing up ISIS every episode. <laughs> Jeff, they're in the news a lot, okay? I know you don't read the news, but some of uh-huh. us do, so they're on my mind a lot. Sean, I don't respect them enough to call them ISIS. I call them ISIL. Okay? All right. ISIL, whatever. Do your thing, though. T- talk to- I'm tired about you bringing up Ehow every episode. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. This article claims that um, the chocolate chip cookie was uh, basically invented in Massachusetts. Yeah. This, this lady was uh, working on her butter drop dew cookies, only to find that she'd run out of powdered baking chocolate. So instead, she chopped up a Nestle's chocolate bar mix that in and assume that the heat from the oven would mix them together and said she got a chocolate chip cookie everyone loved it fucking real amateur moves here yeah <laughs> return to be a great cookie but i kind of want to try a butter drop dew cookie now no you probably just fuck it up and invent a new kind of cookie <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> that's ruth wakefield apparently ruth wakefield thanks ruth that's been the Heads Up Podcast uh, <laughs> with Jeff and Sean. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm, we're not going to do that. Well, I'll do it again later. I just wanted to cut you off before he said more <laughs> stuff about... I'm tired of you trying to associate all these candy companies with Nazi Germany. <laughs> if you want to email us, it's headsuppod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also tweet at us or send us stuff on Instagram. Both of those are at headsuppod. So we're done? You don't have anything else? Uh, no. No, I mean, uh, that, that's it. Jeff sells uh, merchandise. <laughs> the, the podcast sells merchandise. Okay, I've roped you into it. You're technically selling merchandise. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you're not doing a good job of it, yeah. I mean, that's correct. Your enthusiasm is terrible. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's things anyone would want to buy, but I've... It doesn't have to be. I've been okay, fooled just, before, so... yeah. I just wanted us. I just wanted us to have merchandise, okay? Okay. Whether it's whether it sells or not. So how, okay. So how do people get to it then? You should do a better job selling it too. <laughs> You're in charge of the end credits. I, but I don't know it's, how people get to. All right. I guess we're not doing it then because I don't know how people get to it. <laughs> it's headsup.threadless.com. Threadless.com. Mm-hmm. Get your very own heads up phone case to go with your heads up t-shirt and hoodie. All right. That's enough. They know where to go. They can go look for it if they want. Go check it out yourself. Go look at yeah. it. Give me feedback, and I'll change it. Or I'll just be insulted and not change <laughs> That's it. That's more likely. Cry. <laughs> All right, this has been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and mm-hmm. Sean. My name is Sean. My name is Jeff. And we're popping off. Toodles. fucking spanked me on this one.
my my fitted sheets have tags that say top or bottom or side, so I know I know which direction I'm going. Don't even care that I am a great dungeon master.